0: Welcome to Nourish. I am Michelle Fox, culinary nutritionist, health coach, and your host for this podcast. I teach busy professionals how to get more nutrition in their bodies and how to have more fun in their home kitchens. If you struggle with consistency or sometimes forget to make your needs a priority, you, my friend, are in the right place join me each week for inspiration to increase your energy, strengthen your mindset, manage your hormonal woes, and so much more. You have a lot on your plate, but that does not mean your nutrition should suffer. You deserve to live in a body and have a life that you love. So let's dig in. Hello, my friend. I am stopping in, taking a short break from the staycation that I have planned for and am currently enjoying. And I just want to let you know five ways that I have been indulging in to feel better now. Whether you are on your own staycation or planning a vacation, or better yet, enjoying your day to day. I'm being mindful of these five tips that you can use, regardless of how you are spending your time in the near future. So at the top, you know, I love to keep things transparent and authentic. So I'm just going to name it. The five ways to feel better now, and then I'll dig deep and share a little bit more. But number one, take a nap. Number two, eat when you want. Three. Meditate. Yes, you've heard it many times, and we're going to talk about why I have that on my list. Number four, movement, particularly walking and dancing. And then number five, I've got three books that have been really impactful in my world lately, and I want to share them with you. So let's start with taking a nap. I know the word self care gets thrown around a lot. But there's a reason for that, because clearly, if we are not taking care of ourselves, the rest of the people around us have no chance of getting our love and our best selves. And so I find that taking a nap rejuvenates me. It restores my creativity. It helps to alleviate certain grogginess that can come in the afternoon. And so let's talk about how that can help you. And more important, as far as getting it into your system, so how about napping during your lunch break? Could you do that? If you're working in an office, perhaps going to your car. I know when I was in the corporate world, I would often go down to my car in the parking garage and just take a nap in the back seat. And that always helped to hit the reset button. A lot of us are now working from home, which is a blessing, so you have your bed. If you needed, you know, just a little bit of permission, please hear my voice when I say permission granted, take a nap. I will tell you that taking short power naps, like anywhere between 10 to 20 minutes, it can offer immediate benefits. And then if you have the luxury and or opportunity to take longer naps, like anywhere between 60 and 90 minutes, It can provide more restorative effects, gives your brain the time to restore. Some of your cells have time to regenerate. And so check in. Where can you get in a nap? A few more things before I move on to number two is increased alertness. Napping can help combat drowsiness and improve your alertness. It provides a quick recharge to your body and your mind, making you feel more awake and focused. Another benefit to napping, it can enhance cognitive function. Studies have shown that napping can improve your memory, your creativity, as we just mentioned, your problem-solving skills, and information processing. I know a lot of my friends who are struggling with menopausal symptoms right now. Napping gives your brain a chance to consolidate and organize information, leading to better mental performance. Stress reduction. That's another amazing benefit of napping. It can help us to reduce the stress and promote relaxation. When you take a nap, you allow your body to enter a state of rest which can help lower stress hormones and promote a sense of calm and rejuvenation. You're going to like this one. Napping has been linked to improved mood and emotional well-being. A short nap can help lift your spirits, improve your mood, and reduce feelings of irritability and fatigue. It can be particularly beneficial when you're feeling tired or experiencing that midday slump. One more. Productivity. So contrary to the belief that napping makes you lazy, research suggests that strategic napping can actually enhance productivity. By taking a short nap, you can recharge your energy levels and increase your ability to concentrate and perform tasks efficiently, leading to improved productivity and performance. So You have my word. Your girl will be taking a plenty of naps this week during my staycation. And for all of the reasons above, I sincerely hope you can find a way to get a few naps in this week as well. Next, I said it and I meant it, which is eat when you want. One thing about sleeping in and just listening to the rhythms of my body, I've noticed That I eat, well, I'll say historically, I've been eating on a routine. So smoothie before my first meeting of the day. And so it's kind of based on the calendar. And this week I've seen I don't have a calendar and I wasn't necessarily hungry when I typically would have been eating slash drinking my smoothie. And so I didn't have it. And guess what? My energy has been great today. It's been fine. And so it's really had me looking at, huh, I think I've gotten off track a little bit because I have been so focused on staying with the routine and making sure I'm getting my caloric intake. And of course, my PFF method, protein, fiber, and healthy fat at every meal. I think I've been so focused about that. I haven't necessarily been listening to when I'm hungry. And when I'm not hungry. And there's just this freeing feeling I've been experiencing this week in that, hmm, I get a little hungry and I go eat. Wow. (laughs) Sounds so basic, but it's been really helpful. So there is true benefit of listening to your body's cues. And so I just offer that to you to encourage and to inspire you to. Eat when you're hungry and perhaps put that fork down when you're full. Meditation. I just came out of a beautiful meditation right before hitting the record button on this episode. And I mentioned that because yes, I am on staycation. Yes, I have protected this time so that I don't have some of the outward stresses like the emails and the Meetings and presentations, things that can cause a bit of stress, whether that's the quote unquote good stress or bad stress. And it still feels like it's a necessary part of my enjoyment in my life. And so I think some of us think of meditation as oh, I need to do that to perhaps minimize some of the stress in my day. And I would encourage you to. Make meditation part of your routine just as it's part of your morning routine, like brushing your teeth. I'm really hoping, with this audience that I know that I'm serving, (laughs) I'm really hoping that brushing your teeth is something you don't even think about. That's one of the first few things you do in the morning. And I just offer perhaps adding meditation to that habit as well, because it has been a gift to just feel grounded, to feel like I have what I need and to feel the knowing that I get to have a good day because I took a little moment to commune with my higher power. And so for you, my friend, I know we've done it on a previous episode, but if you are in a space, and even if you're not in a space, there are still parts of this that you can practice. But if you are in a space where you can do a quick meditation with me, I just want to show you and or remind you of the power that less than 30 seconds can take. So let's try this. Put your right hand on your heart and put your left hand on your belly. And we're going to breathe. If you're in a space where you can sit down and do this and close your eyes, Wonderful. And if not, if you're on a walk, you can still put your hand on your chest and do these breaths with us. And I want you to breathe at your own pace. Here we go. Breathe in through your nose and out. And the next two at your own pace. Breathe in through your nose. And as you're breathing in, Feel your belly expanding out. And as you're breathing out, feel your belly pop back in. And that was for about 30 seconds. You, my friend, have just lowered your cortisol, the stress hormone. And I want you just to feel, how does this feel in your body? Look around. Look around the room. Do the colors feel a little bit brighter? Do you feel a little bit less anxious than when we began? If you're on a walk, do you notice perhaps a tree or a plant that you didn't notice before? I just want to offer this to you, knowing that you can do this 30 seconds of meditation wherever you are. One place that I like to recommend is at night before you go to bed, even as you're laying flat, horizontal, again, the one hand on your chest, the other hand on your belly, and just listen to your breathing. And as thoughts perhaps show up for you, let them come and then let them move out just as fast. Because I know a lot of us struggle with sleep issues, and sometimes it's simply just because we're carrying the stress of the day with us into our sleep, into our dreams. But doing this quick meditation is a nice gift to ourselves to release some of that stress and to increase our deep rest. All right, step four movement, particularly walking and or dancing. So if you have a dog, like I do. Yes, Chloe Dog is over here. She's heard her name. (laughs) Her tail's wagging a little bit. It makes this part a little bit easier because it's just been a commitment for me. I guess I should speak for myself. For me, I've made a commitment to walk her a minimum of two times a day. Now that the weather's getting a bit warmer here in Denver, it'll probably be more like three or four times a day for both of our enjoyment. But that's one way I get my daily walks in and my daily movement. And if you do not have a dog and or a dog that you are walking, I still encourage you to make that commitment to yourself. And if you need an extra level of accountability, Well, then pop in this episode once again, and hopefully you can hear my voice. I want you taking care of you. And I find that walking is the best way to get our systems moving, get the energy flowing, both physically, mentally, and also spiritually. So walking, dancing. Oh, my goodness. I don't even have to tell you what dancing can do for your mood. I was recently at an event called the Conscious Entrepreneur Summit in Boulder, Colorado. And it was so incredible to witness this room. There was about 200 of us and mostly business people. And it was so exciting. And it was really incredible just to be in this room. One of the exercises we had drums of all types and sizes and shapes and little shakers. And the man who was facilitating this particular workshop at this summit was kind of directing us kind of like a symphony. So, you know, these drums over here make this sound and these bongos over here do this sound. And before you know it, all of us were dancing and playing this music and it was for probably less than five minutes. But it was so powerful to feel everybody participating, to feel the community in the room, the images of Black, White, Latino, Asian, male, female that was in the room. Any other kind of diversity you can think of was in the room. That all melted away because we became one with this music and with the movement, the dancing. And it was so incredible to experience. I'm getting goosebumps as I'm reminiscing. And yes, that was created in community, in a group, in a room. And we can create that on our own. I have a little bit of room here in my office. My office is right next to my dining room. And there's a little kind of walkway space. And you better believe your girl often blast the music <laughs> and I do my dancing, whether it's jazz or hip hop or creative movement. And yes, Chloe Dog tends to give me the side eye like, oh here she goes again. <laughs> but when I have time, I'm moving my body because one, I mean it's just natural. But two, for my friends who it may not come to as naturally I just offer it to you to let you know that when we are moving our hips, when we are moving our body, that's how we can move energy out and through. So the good energy is coming in and the uncomfortable energies moving out. I know in Eastern medicine, there's this idea that our anger and our frustrations often land in our joints. And so when we're moving our body, specifically our hips, we're moving that energy out so that we can make more space for the God energy and for the energy of our higher selves. And so I just want to offer that up to you as I'm sitting here in my chair, moving my shoulders back and forth. I encourage you to bring more movement in your body, bring more movement in your life And I think it's also fun to see how that translates over to the other people in your household, specifically to my parents in this audience. Start dancing next time you're in the kitchen and just see how that affects the kiddos. The older ones, yes, you may get the eye roll. But guess what? Underneath that eye roll is a, oh, I have permission to now move the way I want to move through the world. And so it has bigger effects than just healing your body. It has effects to heal your family as well. Okay, last but not least, step number five, reading books. I find that particularly on staycation or vacation, reading books is just like dessert for me. It's a way to put my mind on Something that's out of my routine, something out of the norm. And it's something I truly look forward to. I can tell you on our last vacation to Cabo on spring break with the family, I read the book, The Paper Palace by Miranda Cowley Heller. And it's a little spicy, I will say. That's my word for saying adults only, for sure. But it was lovely because I, previous to spring break, I truly can't remember. The last time I read a book that wasn't about professional development and or personal development, this book was just pure fun. And so that book brought me a lot of joy. I'll, of course, put that book and three more that I'll share with you in the show notes. But The Paper Palace, Yummy Dessert, three other books that We're still like dessert, but yes, they are going to be in the professional development area. I want to share with you because they've made such a huge impact on my life and the work that I am doing in the world right now. And the first book is The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck. I am three quarters of the way done with this one, but I can tell you the first chapter locked me right in. Because Martha talks about, and Martha, yeah, like we're on first name basis here, but the author (laughs) talks a lot about integrity, the word itself and what that means. And so looking at ways that I can live more authentically and in alignment for what serves my soul has been a game changer. And I feel like just even saying that it feels kind of flat because I feel like I've been authentic for most of my life. I'm a Sagittarius, so I've been accused of putting my foot in my mouth uh, <laughs> really throughout my life because there's not a lot that I hide. Like what you see is what you get. So I have felt that I have lived an authentic life, but listening to the way Martha Beck describes it, it just pulled me in a little bit deeper. And so it's had me look a lot closer at. The way I do business, the way I look at my friendships, the way I show up in my marriage and with my children, and so I just would love to share and offer this book to you. I'm listening to it on Audible. So my friends who are feeling Michelle, you're giving me one more thing to do. You can pop it in your earbuds just like you're listening to this podcast and listen to it on. Audible. Also, I want to highlight that Martha Beck talks a lot about listening to our body's wisdom. So, similar to what I talked about as far as eating, when I feel like eating, it feels very empowering. Like I'm feeling more in control of the foods that I'm eating and the choices I'm making around food. She also talks about the power of unbecoming. There are so many messages that we've all been raised with. And it's just nice to sometimes hit the pause button and look at, yes, this is the way my parents raised me. But is this truly in alignment with what my soul and my spirit believe and want in my life? And so she gives a few exercises to unpack that as well. Last but not least, I love the personal stories that she shares. I myself tend to learn best by listening to stories of others. And this book, she gets very transparent and vulnerable and shares some eye opening occurrences in her own life journey that have helped her come to some of her current beliefs. And so, the Way of Integrity, Martha Beck. I cannot recommend it enough. The next book, which still feels like professional development, but it also feels more of the dessert that I just talked about, is How Are You Really by Jenna Kutcher. This book, I have read cover to cover, and I absolutely loved it. <laughs> One, just the title. I mean, ah. Oh. To have somebody ask you, how are you really, that to me tells me, oh, this person really wants to know how I'm feeling, and they probably are going to give me space to share how I'm feeling. To me, that's my love language, quality time. As a trivial pursuit question, if it ever comes up, Michelle Fox, her love language is quality time. And so there are a handful of people in my life who ask me, how are you really? And I can tell you every time that just melts my heart because yes, I put a lot out there on social media and yes, it is 100% authentic. I only share the real parts of my life. However, I don't share some of the darker sides or maybe some of my struggles because I just don't think that's the platform for that. My platform to share some of my more intimate parts of my life are my friends and with my husband. And so when somebody asks me, How are you really? I lean in and I let people know the full story. The, I guess, not dark side, but the uncomfortable side of putting so much out there on social media is that when I do run into people who I haven't seen in a while, when they come up and they just assume that my life is great. And so they say, hey, Michelle, I see your life is great. Let me tell you about me. Wah, wah. That always just, I don't like that because it doesn't feel like it's a two-sided relationship. Because I'm really good at asking people, how are you? But this book by Jenna Kutcher encouraged me to lean in a little bit closer and add the really part like I truly want to know how my friends are doing, friends and or new friends. And so when we meet in real life, there's a great chance I'm going to ask you, how are you really? And I'm really hopeful that you'll let me know. Because there's no such thing as a perfect life or a perfect person. And when you are vulnerable enough and brave enough to share exactly what's happening with you, I feel like that brings us closer. That creates space for you and I to meet in a space of transparency. And I live for those moments. And so Jenna Kutcher's book, How Are You Really? In a way, just gave me bigger permission to lean into that question. And she also adds a lot of her personal stories on her journey in this book that are really just delightful to read. So I'll add the link to that in the show notes as well. And then last but not least, The Big Leap, Gay Hendricks. This is a book I've already read twice, and each time feels like a delight. If you've seen any of his work on YouTube, or if you've been lucky enough to see him in person, you'll know already his personality Matches his name, gay. Like he's so happy. Like listening to his voice makes me feel happy inside. And his book, The Big Leap, gives you tactical steps on how to find that joy and what you can do to get out of your own way, especially for my friends who are dreamers. And I know you. There's something that you have on your list that you keep saying, I'm going to do one day, I'm going to do one day. Well, the title alone shares with you, he's going to help you make that big leap. And I will share this book helped me take my big leap out of corporate America and into entrepreneurship. And I could not be more grateful, including I've had this quote right here next to my desk that I wrote in my own handwriting to make it real and feel more real. And I want to read. From this book that has meaning for me and hopefully will have meaning for you. Close your eyes if you are in a safe space. And I'm going to put my hand on my heart as I read this one. The affirmation is I expand in abundance, creativity, success, and love every day as I inspire those around me to do the same. So this is a powerful affirmation that I live by, that I was gifted by Gay Hendricks in his book, The Big Leap. So I have shared five ways to feel better now. And that is take a nap, eat when you want, meditate, get that movement and the walking and the dancing and read some books. There is nothing better than taking care of you. I say it on this podcast every single episode that you and your health matter. And I truly believe that you deserve to be prioritized. Your well-being deserves to be prioritized. You and your desires deserve to be prioritized. So if there's nothing else you get from this podcast episode, It's the permission slip. I want you to walk away with the permission slip to pay more attention to what you want and what you desire and to know that you can have that. I hope this has helped. You know where to find me. I am recording this episode a week early, so I will have been in hiding. But by the time you're listening to this, I will be back at it. So come find me, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at Michelle Fox Love. Send me a DM, make a comment on any of my posts. I truly want to know if and how this landed for you. I want to help you to find more answers for your health and well-being. So if there are ways that I can improve, please let me know. Also, I don't know if you've seen any of my posts about our retreat coming up in October. Oh, my goodness. Dr. TJ and I are planning a gut health retreat in the Dominican Republic, October 18th through the 22nd. And this is for my friends who are struggling with their gut health and or energy. Maybe you're tired of being tired. And or maybe you just need a time to get away to hit the reset button. We want to be there for you. So head to cravewellness.com forward slash retreat, and you will see all of the information there. We've got this. We're in this together. Have an awesome week. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Nourish. Have you been driving, doing laundry, or walking around the neighborhood? Sweet. I've got show notes for you. Hop on over to michellefox.com forward slash podcast when you are ready. I will let you know that on the page, you will find resources to support what you just learned on today's show. And then of course, you can grab some health supportive freebies as well. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would leave a review on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It will help me with my mission to build healthier communities one person at a time, and it will help you because you will be part of that mission. I'll be back next week, and I encourage you to keep showing up for yourself and know that you and your health matter. Big love.